Okay, we're back on Talk of the Now, and I am Gene. Today, I'm brought in Jason. What are you doing, Jason? Hey, man, just uh, hanging out, house-sitting. <laughs> Who are you house-sitting for? Oh, friend of mine from church, couple from church. Oh, really? I actually get to cat-sit, too, so yeah, I'd invite <laughs> you over, but no. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, cat, I mean, cats are just like, they can do what they, they want to do. I just feed and have to clean litter boxes. Yay! Uh, <laughs> uh-huh yeah Dang. so that's here we are here we are the finally two of us this, finally doing this thing we talked about for a long yeah. time ago <laughs> i know for the twos of people that are listening to this exactly <laughs> wherever you are this is something i've been talking about with jason for doing for like probably more than a year <laughs> close to it right? yeah yeah over i'd say over you you've you've tossed it around yeah uh yeah the idea and I'm tossing my mic around, so I'm probably going to have plenty of interference on that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jason, you're from you're from Atlanta. I'm just basically what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through for any guests that I have on or any regular regular guest or co-host, if you will. I just mm-hmm. want to kind of go over a few things and, you know, about the person, you know, it's, it's improv. Right. It's just talking. It's just hanging out. And you're from Atlanta. I am. And, yes. Uh, you went to college. Where'd I you go? Did. I went to Troy State University at the time, which is now Troy University in Troy, Alabama. Uh, then oh. did a brief stint at Georgia Perimeter College and another stint at Georgia State University. Yeah, I remember you did the Georgia State thing. What happened with what happened at the end of that? Why did you not why did you leave or not finish? <sighs> well, basically the the job that allowed me to pay cash for it ended. Uh, the night delivery job that I had at the time, which was, uh, you know, being in the right place at the right time kind of yeah. job. Um, yeah. So when the, when the cash ran out, I just decided, well, whatever. And I actually interned uh, on a TV show on outdoor channel as a video editor and mm-hmm. then ended that. And there was no work here in Atlanta at the time, which is kind of funny because it was, you know, just a few years ago that, Everything came, everybody came running to make their movies and TV shows in Atlanta. So, so the plan was to get into film at one point, right? Yeah. I wanted to do more of the, you know, I've done stage acting and I've done other things, but I wanted to get more into the production side of things. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that's the more steady money <laughs> and uh, steady opportunities as well. Um, but yeah, that, that was kind of my, my plan at the time. Cause you're saying how to, yeah, I was a sound guy originally, but then I, you know, they're doing video editing. You know, I, I, you know, me and you're both the same thing. We're both artistic people, and you just you realize your passions kind of shift right. over the years. Because um, I was on radio in college, but there wasn't really money in radio unless you got nationally syndicated, and so I just decided. I'm going to go with my passions, you know, that's, you know, my main passions are cars, movies, and music. And um, yeah. So I thought, well, why not turn the movies, the movie side of things into a career path? Well, yeah, you know, I've toyed with the idea of getting back into video editing again. I'm just going to have to get a better computer and retrain myself. Um, So you're more into the video editing stuff. Yeah. I just more into the vision. I say I'm more into the visual storytelling. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go out and write a screenplay because that's just not my forte. I'm, you know, but I 
would like to, you know, would love to be able to put the pieces together to get people from point A to point B in a story, um, that yeah. kind of way. So yeah. you'd rather be the guy that's like editing. So for, for example, star Wars, a star Wars scene or whatever, and you're, you're making sure that all the graphics look good and that the scene looks good as opposed to making the, you know, X-wing fighter sounds that kind of thing. Right. Which, I mean, I love sound sound is, you know, obviously it's half of the experience. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't mind kind of merging both of those, honestly, um, and doing final edits, because in a lot of edits, you're going to have to add your sounds at the bottom anyway. Um, it all runs off that same track. Yeah. Um, so you're merging graphics, video and sound yeah. all together. But yeah, so yeah, I, I just love the whole creative process of it. And so you did the, um, golly, what was it called? Uh, the hunting show. That was your, that was your last gig, right? Official gig. Yeah, I did the first, uh, basically the first two seasons worth of Bone Collector on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, I was assistant editor as an intern, so I'm right. credited on that show. And that was fun. You liked it? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was an industry that I'd known about, but I never really got into, and it was very interesting uh, to be in that industry uh, for a little while and to meet yeah. all the people and stuff, and <laughs> you know, got to got to learn how to shoot a bow and arrow and. Uh-huh. bunch of other stuff who uh, taught you that that would be t-bone turner uh who the heck is t-bone a, turner he is one of the uh well he's one of the archie one of the most uh talented archers um and okay. in, in the country i would say hmm. um hilarious guy too that i mean all three of the guys for that show are really funny so he's up there um, with, with ted nugent even do, do they know each other <laughs> yeah we know it's funny. yeah they all know each other they know ted nugent um, i figured and the guy I worked for, Steve Finch, had done a few shows with Ted in the past. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, so talked about, you know, how how crazy smart Ted Nugent is um, and how just interesting it is to sit down and talk with him. I've seen have – you, have you watched the Joe Rogan interview with him? Yes, I have. My gosh, that guy is like – he is like a – he's like an encyclopedia for whatever he's knowledgeable about, whether yeah. it's – whether it's shooting especially when it comes to bow hunting or you know hunting in general like the guy yeah, is like, I, and it's like i mean you'd be better off talking to him than you would doing a google search agreed yeah um and I, that's why i kind of like i like listen to him because you know when i get into something i get into it and i go down the rabbit hole and i you, research you everything everything and so um, it's like I, it becomes like a passion. I've got way too many passions in my life. It's hard to maintain them all. Uh, so I go through seasons of passions, I guess. One thing I've learned about doing podcasts is that you got to lubricate the throat with water. Otherwise you'll like <laughs> halfway through. And the other thing. <laughs> but anyways, I, I caught you. I, I did a rabbit trail with that. So then I, so now you're, you're um, at some point you got to work in it happy. Hapag, is that, you say Hapag Lloyd? Yes, that working? company that I work for. I'm sorry, Shipping Con. I shouldn't even say the name of the company. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I work for a, I work as an importer exporter. Yes, yeah, just like James Bond used for his excuse. <laughs> importer exporter. Um, but, uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, covering up my real job of a secret agent. That's not actually I've, the real job. The real, the real job is importer exporter. I was um, going to say, how does that go over on a date? <laughs> what do you I do? Work for an import import. I'm an importing exporter. Right, it's like, it's like I'm an arms dealer. No. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, what, really, what do you do? What do you really do, Jason? 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now I work, uh, I work, uh, uh, detention billing for them. Uh, so okay. people keep their containers out too long. Um, either on the import or export side, we send them the bills and handle disputes. Real exciting for a right brain person like me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but it, you know, it's a great company, you know, I get, uh, good benefits. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what I'm doing now. Um, and you're living in the Atlanta local Atlanta Metro area area. That's right. I'm in the, oh. the, yeah, uh, yeah. on the, on the edge of Lilburn, man, we can talk Snellville. Oh, you don't have to give your exact address. I mean, I know you want the ladies <laughs> I'm not to hear giving, about it, but <laughs> I, no, they're, they're big cities, you know, well, everybody's somebody down there, you know? So, Oh yeah. Uh, they took um, that sign down. I don't know. If you I know it's that. sad. Sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, um, I, I was just thinking about how uh, you were doing the bone collecting. I, I forgot. I meant to mention this, that you said that you met, did you not meet or knew a guy that met um, Blake Shelton? Yes. Um, that was the first episode of that show. I didn't meet him, uh-huh. but um, he called in to the, uh, to Steve's house, uh, not far from here where we actually edited the show out of his house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just was, talking about how much because he was him and back when he was dating Miranda Lambert uh they were both on the show um Miranda was there for uh Realtree Outdoors and um Blake was on ours for Surf and Turf Entertainment for Bone Collector and uh he I mean he was just ecstatic on the phone how much he loved the show it was the greatest thing in the world it was so hilarious listen to um, i watch the voice and he comes across as a riot i mean he comes across as somebody that just have you in stitches if you're just hanging out with him that's what uh that's what steve told me about steve finch he said uh he said it was just you know you're hurting you're hurting from laughing so hard um <laughs> yeah. and he had those other three guys who you know are funny on their own right just in stitches you know so it's it's uh yeah, it was it was an interesting experience uh, working for them because everybody knew somebody. And uh, uh-huh. in fact, I saw um, Jeff Foxworthy not too long ago in the parking lot of Hobby Lobby over in Johns Creek. Did you really? Yeah, and uh, it was right before a Super Bowl party I was hosting at my house, and uh, and when I lived over there at the time, and I said, "Jeff, what's going?" On? And he looked at me, and goes, "You worked for Finch, didn't you?" Right. <laughs> You recognize yes. you, really? Yeah, yeah. I said no. It must have made an impression. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, it was. Uh, it was really uh, interesting to, to be a part of that for a while. I was. It gave me a new respect for for the hunting industry altogether. Oh, I, um, I mean, I never, you know, I never disliked it, but I just didn't know as much. I didn't know and Jeff was that much of a hunter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. He's he's big into it. Um, I mean, I know he gets the redneck, you know, jokes, but you know. Not every redneck is a hunter, I don't think. <laughs> I, I just thought it was funny, you know, pull up on Jeff and you figure he's going to be driving, you know, big old Z seventy one or no, something. Don't nope. don't tell me he was in a Prius. No, he was in a Range Rover. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> oh man, he. That's I was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So that's I, I thought of... you were going to tell me he was in a Prius. I was like, I'm going to throw, <laughs> no, I'm no, gonna no, throw no. away my one. You might be a redneck book. I got in the... <laughs> no, I would have kept that to myself. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have outed him as a Prius driver. 
Um, he gets out with a latte and a uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, avocado toast. That's right. It's like, <laughs> doesn't even have a, a southern accent. You're like, right. The, you're like Larry the Cable Guy. You know, a lot of people don't realize Larry the Cable Guy doesn't even really his net his natural accent isn't even really a you know southern no, accent. Not. He yeah, said that he caught on that. He said he basically adopted that from his college roommate. I think when he was at uh, when he was in college. In Nebraska, he had a roommate from Texas, ah. and, and that's where he got his "Hey, you my boy, redneck." You know, not that he he doesn't say that tagline, but you know, right? <laughs> Too funny that guy is. You know, um, I think I've almost got all your time here, but oh, uh, you good? The um, <laughs> I was just thinking about this. Our, I think on our next episode, we need to talk about real estate. Cause I need, we need to go into in-depth because I don't want to do it right now. Cause that'd be too much of a, uh, you know, whatever you call it, a rabbit trail. But I want to talk to you about your A-frame dream and your, uh, Oh yeah. 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 Your, um, your, your property and building the A-frame dream, but well, I, know, I guess we could touch on it a little bit. Well, we'll see. The thing is we, me and you can talk about just about anything, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, anything from the, uh, aforementioned we're not going to talk about it politics to <laughs> to music we gene we could have a whole you know week-long podcast just about music actually i um, do plan to do that i mean i think that we'll do a special we'll do a few specials on um our favorite albums that we both know yeah, about yeah and then yeah. we'll discuss you know what we think about them, i guess yeah the only thing i'll say right now is i'm not too happy with the rock and roll hall of fame i think uh yeah. I think I'm. Uh, I've, I've. I've about had it with their their decisions to put people that really are nowhere near rock and roll ahead of people that should have gotten in. Aren't um, they kind of just? Um, I mean, for lack of a better word, kind of a corporate woke for the most part now. Like they're just sort of. I don't they know. Just sort of do know. whatever they think is the politically correct thing to do. You think that, but then they add some people in that. Okay, those people should be in there. You know, right. um, but. You've got Jay Z getting in before people like Soundgarden, before mm. Iron Maiden. I'm sorry, Iron Maiden should be yeah. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They should have already been in. I'm trying to think um, of an Iron Maiden song. They're not the um, God, Run to Run to the Hills. Run to the yep. Hills. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. That, was, that was that was spot on. Bruce Dickinson's voice. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> but you know, Iron Maiden's a good theatrical rock band and they've got you know they are the they are the ones that basically invented harmonic lead guitars so you have two different lead guitars playing in harmony uh-huh. you know and it's just it's so complex it's crazy what about only, boston i think they're interrupted no i don't think boston is in you know and how I, I know that again other, again yeah that's I, what i'm I, saying yeah I was, i'm sorry <laughs> i was listening to um the uh von hester von hessler doctrine here in atlanta yeah and he was talking about this very subject and he was saying that Boston, he couldn't figure out why Boston is not in the rock and roll hall of fame. Why did it take him so so long to put rush in there? You know, I mean, I remember you used to complain about that. And then they finally got in and it was the best induction you could ever have. Um, But there's, there are so many that aren't in there. I mean, for, for, I'm sorry, for green day to go in before Soundgarden at sacrilege. Soundgarden been around since 1983, right? I mean, Godfathers of Grudge. Period. 
I they, had a list pulled up the other day, and there were several that, like, I don't think Jethro Toll is in there. Which is odd, again. Um, they should have been there a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I do remember one. Joe Cocker is not in the Hall of Fame. Right, which is strange. Um, I, mean, I mean, you might as well put some 41 in there. I'd, well, and, and for Green Day to get in, that was just like, I, okay, whatever. I'm not a huge Green Day fan. I get that they were around during that time, but they were much more seminal bands from then. Yeah. You know, I don't even like, I honestly don't even like Weird. Pearl Jam getting in before Soundgarden, you know? Um, but for Iron Maiden to be shunned when they, when they were in the top five of the fan vote. Yeah. That's the thing. Like the past two years, they've completely ignored the fan vote. Now I get it. It's not the official vote, but that's what really matters is the people that buy the records guys. But well, no, yeah, now now we do buy the records again. I was gonna say we don't buy records much. Oh, now we do actually buy vinyl again. Well, I let me I'm ask guilty. you this: I, you'd probably have to look it up, but is Run DMC in the Hall of Fame? That is a good question. I know Public Enemy is okay. Um, again, strange for them to go in before some people. Um, but I was thinking there. I mean, you've got a few levels of rappers, hip hop people before you get to Jay Z, though, right? Right. And I get it. All right. The, the whole thing is, is there's it's the umbrella of rock and roll is what all this falls under. I get that. I get that there's an umbrella of rock and roll. And I get that R&B should always be considered to go in, which Tina Turner is being inducted this year. Sure. Um, that's fine. Now, honestly, why she wasn't in there earlier, I don't know. It's kind of late for her, too. Um, but the Go-Go's are going in. The Go-Go's. Um, <laughs> but and and. The, like Foo the, fight, the Foo yeah. Fighters, which I love the Foo Fighters. Don't get right. me wrong. I did, yeah. But not before Iron Maiden. Not before Soundgarden. Uh, Dave Grohl himself would probably say not before Soundgarden. Um, and that's, you know, I, I get it. It just, you know, we, we all kind of, uh, you know, kind of sh- shun right now the, the award shows because they're all that woke silliness. All right. Um, but there are just certain things. It's just like when Iron Maiden's on there, Iron Maiden should have been in there a long time ago. Um, they should have been in there before they built that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, way back in the day when they were just doing the induction ceremonies and there was no hall, you know. Yeah. Is Iron Maiden, would they be considered on the metal side of rock? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are there, well, I know Metallica's in, but are there any other, um, like Anthrax isn't in, right? Right, right. Some of those other bands. Um, yeah, you'd have to. I have to look it up. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I get they only put in a certain amount every year, which is part of. And it's kind of like it's kind of like any other Hall of Fame. Like, I know we're all griping about why the heck Dale Murphy hasn't been put in in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I mean, we could go on again another whole right. series of of podcasts about well, that. But the Hall of the yeah. Hall of Fame thing is kind of lost its luster with every every genre, like genre or or industry. It, it's it's becoming to where they they've tainted it by just putting anybody in and I, I don't i was talking to my friend you know and dave fortune about this and he said yeah he said i looked at the list and he's like when iron maiden's on it goes iron maiden should go in <laughs> it's just like because yeah. i weird and i and the guys at iron maiden they don't care but you know i was looking forward to that performance you know mm-hmm. in that hall um do you but, have you ever watched the iron i'm not the iron maiden the um I was told this and no, it wasn't them. It was some other band. There was a band. Wasn't, was there not a band that like the lead singer refused to play with their old mates? Like when they got up there, 
Oh, ah, well, Guns N' Roses. Was it Guns N' Roses? Yeah, that was kind of a mutual refusal, though. Um, okay. Which is kind of funny because then they got back together later on and he oh. really missed an opportunity. I, I started um, to say the Talking Heads, but I think that they played together and they made it. Um, and their journey, ceremony. journey actually. Um, but that's just because Steve Perry was like, "Hey, this uh, is the other guy's band now." He said, right. I'll, "He got up there to accept the award with them, but he's also one of the nicest guys and most classy guys in rock and roll because he understands, hey, this isn't my gig anymore. It was my gig back in the day when we had all these hits, but I don't want to." taint his and I, I respect that that was awesome to see because right. he's like hey I haven't, I haven't been doing this for years for decades so my voice is not what it used to be <laughs> you know he's yeah. very humble and um yeah so that was kind of a good thing I, you know but yeah the one with guns and roses was interesting because when they inducted him they mentioned um somebody they kind of mentioned axel without saying his name and the entire crowd booed uh it was like, really? wow yeah and then they had that guy um can't remember his name, but he he sang with him and he was horrible. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he, he has his own he has his own band and he actually sounds okay on. Oh, Miles Kennedy. Yeah, it was Miles Kennedy sang, and I'm like, oh, he just sounds horrible. I don't even know who he is. He Mister Slide up to notes, you know, like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, but um, anyway, um, yeah, but there's there's just so many things about these. It's like Academy Awards, you know. I didn't even watch this year, and this was the first year I never I didn't watch. And you are a, and that is one of your must see TV events yeah. of the year. I mean, you've been to my Academy. I, I know Award you parties. Well Yeah, yeah, you've you've been to some of my Academy Award parties. And you I'm don't here. miss them. That that's like and, your Super Bowl in some ways. And I guess after last year and the shunning uh, of and the wokeness of that award last year for Best Picture, yeah, um, for a good movie, the movie was great. Parasite. It was a good movie, but it it won Best Foreign Film. Mm-hmm. That to me is your award. You don't win Best Picture. After you won Best Foreign Picture, you know, that's like you got your award and it's great. They were a great movie, but they were not the best movie. And, you know, after that, it was kind of like, oh, and I was in I was I unfortunately was in a room with a bunch of younger people who. Just. Uh, it's just no way to describe it, but other than frustrating, um, but, uh, you know, I was I was rooting for a movie and none of them wanted it to win. Um, because they didn't understand it and had no tie to it and no nostalgia and no history right. and you know all that you know the stuff that we like about things um and you know i think tarantino deserved that award but you know there we are san francisco how do Whoa. you like my uh, background am i yeah, like a uh, ghost holy cow you yeah, can't even see me if you uh like just to the left and over you can go to my sister's house um <laughs> wow Oh, here's, here's a better one. I don't <laughs> think it works with your camera <laughs> on your computer. <laughs> wow, somebody's listening to this podcast. It is derailed. Okay, they have me, just de- they have derailed. Yes. How do I get back to stop video? No, I stopped my video. Okay, let me let me start <laughs> my video. video. There it is. No. So now I'm just talking to the horizon. Now let me get back to my regular. I don't want to choose a background. No, there we go. Hey, there we are. This is a first podcast of uh, me and Jason hanging out. So bear yeah, with exactly. us. Bear with us. It's, it's, Barely. it's crazy. This is one um, of 120,000 future ones. It, and that still wouldn't be enough, probably. Um, but <laughs> yeah, oh there's just, I mean, there's so many things, man. I just, like I went and saw a movie the other night. You know, it was 
I am a AMC or pardon me. I'm a <clears throat> motion picture company oh, uh, stubs war, uh, uh, member. So I get, I pay for, you know, three movies a week if I want to, which I did. I watched a bunch of the old ones that they put on the screen. Like I went and saw back to the future. I went and saw the Goonies in the theater. I went and saw uh, Hunt Red October on its 30th anniversary. Um, things like that. Empire Strikes Back as well. Um, it was good to see those things on the big screen again. Um, well, you're one of the few people I know that's not afraid to see a movie by yourself at all. Oh, no, 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 no. I, people, in fact, are, people are afraid to. Sometimes I prefer it um, because you never know if you're going to get one of those talkers. Talk. What's happening? Is he going to make it? Like, no, just watch the daggum movie. What did you know? he just say? Well, I didn't hear what he just said now because you were asking what he just talking. said. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, that was one of our art forms when I was younger that my parents would just, oh my gosh, that's what we did. We went and saw movies and we'd go see midnight showings or sneak previews and things like that. Um, uh-huh. But I went and saw um, Jason Statham's new movie. Um, oh, really? Wrath, Wrath of Man. Never heard of it. Good action movie, revenge type thing. Very well, entertaining, you know? I mean, I, I wasn't expecting any, you know, enlightenment. And I don't, I don't ever, as a film major, I was the unpopular guy in the room because I didn't want some kind of weird political or emotional thing in a movie. I just wanted to escape and be entertained. Yeah. I think that might be our next, um, we might, the next one we meet, and we don't, I mean, you know, it's, we just talk about whatever, but I think that we could maybe, make our next one where we talk about primarily movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could do is, that over and over again, but you know, I mean, this is kind of a uh, dedicated, vari- this is kind of a, a variety pack here because, you know, this is our first one. It's a variety uh, <laughs> show people. That's right. Uh, but um, yeah, I, there's, there are so uh, many movies, you know, it's like when somebody asks you what your favorite film is, like, how long do you have to sit down and listen? You know, because I, you know, I've got a favorite film. That's easy. Had Gremlins. To... Next question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mine's American Graffiti. You know, and so for many reasons, but just because you have a man crush on George Harrison. Did I say George Harrison? I meant Harrison Ford. <laughs> I was like, hmm. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, while my guitar gently weeps over here, Gene. I'm gonna... okay. This <laughs> is funny. I have this weird. We'll end on this because I got to end this. Um, I know. <laughs> this weird thing where I can mix up names and I will always mix up those names. And Harrison Ford and George Harrison are the two people that I always do that with. I mean, George and Ford kind of sound the same. It's, it's a weird phonetic thing, I think. I mean, uh-huh. I, I, it's, I mean, it's just, I, I, would like to say I've never done that, but I've done it many times. But if you could think um, of an example, though, that's a good assignment to think about one. Because that is a girl used to give me a hard time about it because I used to say it like almost every time <laughs> the subject would come up, I would call him. I would name. call George Harrison, Harrison Ford or Harrison Ford, George Harrison, when I should have said the other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of like the time we went to Florida and I said um, Fud Puckers <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> mm. Yes, that one is that one is tripped up. That one has tripped up many of us, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just, oh, man. Yeah, there's just there, there's no recovering from that. I mean, if you want to look up something funny, there's a there's a YouTube video of a pastor or a youth pastor, and he talks about the Israelites pitching their tents 
And you can just imagine what he says uh-huh. instead of that. <laughs> and then he tries to correct himself and he says the same thing again, the same lewd phrase again. And it's just, it's hysterical. Um, wow. But I mean, that's just, especially when you're going stream of consciousness, you're just talking, you don't even think to, Oh, I've got to, <laughs> I've got to watch this word. It's coming out. It's like, no, just let it fly. Well, you know? think, <laughs> just, about, think about FUD puckers. And I don't know what a why would you, name. Why would you name a place like this when you know that when people get hungry and they're starving and your brain already, you already get gray matter when you're starving and you're just going to yep. muff up something, you know, when you're trying yeah. to say, a word. hey, well, what time do we going to get? To? Well, say, here's the deal. Know. I think they did that on purpose. I think yeah. they did that on purpose because they knew people would do that, but it would make their place memorable. Um, Was that the yeah, place I, that had alligators? I can't remember. No, no, okay. it was the no Fud Puckers is the uh, the burger place. There, but they were both in. Uh, oh gosh, there was a Destin. chain all over the. What was the alligator place? Remember oh, I'm thinking, of- Gene. I'm thinking about Fud Ruckers. <laughs> Fud Ruckers. <laughs> yes fud puckers had the alligators you're right. oh, okay you've never been pucked until you've been fud pucked there you go uh, try saying that five times fast. About, <laughs> i was like why is he nope. why is he talking about alligators i was like alligator meat no they had ostrich no, burgers. Fud, i was like <laughs> fud puckers is not in atlanta yes fud puckers yes that's I, the place I, okay st- i thought that was the same place that had the alligators we stood in line forever for that place and we were starving yeah. At one time we were down there and we we're like, I'm about to, you're joking about it. I'm about to jump down there and grab an alligator and eat it. You know? Well, <laughs> it's I like, get, yeah. I get hangry. I mean, you've probably noticed that because you've noticed me long enough, known me long enough. But don't we all, Gene? We all get hangry to an extent. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah. rah, rah. <laughs> after a while, you're like, and the worst is when you're on a road trip and you get hangry. Oh, gosh. You know, and nobody's got snacks, you know, and they're like, they don't want to stop again. At each other. Start snapping at each other. Or you I, will, I will say on that trip though, you did introduce us to daylight. No, not daylight. Was it daylight donuts? What's the donut place down there? In, oh, uh, that's a uh, gosh, I totally forgot. It's something donuts, the donut right? hole. It's a donut hole. Yes. That yeah, place. The, if you're listening to this right now, if you're one of the eight people that listen to this and not counting me and Jason <laughs> listening back to it three times, my mom, I don't know who else might. If you're one of those people and you're listening to this, you need to go check out what was it called? The donut hole. The, the donut Destin. hole in Destin. I think they have three locations now. They might have more, but the oh one we gosh. went to was the original one, more closer to downtown. And we used to make because Troy was only a two and a half hour drive. We would make those. We would decide at about nine thirty or ten at night to go. Hey, we're going to go down to to the donut hole in Destin, and we're going to walk on the beach. Great idea until you've got to drive back at three in the morning. Right. And in a two and a half hour drive, all five people take turns driving, you know, oh um, but we would go down there for the donut hole because they didn't have just donuts. They had like breakfast food and everything else, but their donuts are really good. I mean, it's like any yeah, other boutique, were. you know, you go drive by a boutique donut place and you're like, oh man, that'd be great to go. And their other and food was good. Yeah, exactly. That's I had their other, the other things that they have for breakfast there. And I was like, this stuff is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was like one of those, one of those just you know little hidden places that I mean, if you go to Destin, you know anywhere down there, Panama City or Destin, you're gonna know about the donut hole, um, you know. And of course, we stayed places on in the 30A communities, which have just gotten even more 
popular since we were down there. I remember when we were younger, it was only Seaside that was there mm-hmm. where they filmed the Truman show. Um, and it all comes you know, that back was, to movies for you. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's all the movies or music. That's how I remember yeah. everything. Um, I figured that out. That's why I have the memory I do because there's movies or music involved. Okay. But, well, yeah. hey, um, I'm going to wrap it up because I need to right. go so I can go to bed because it's getting right, late. Man. But thanks for talking to me, Jason. And uh, this is uh, right, and, uh, you know, your first talk of the now. How's it feel to be part of the show? It feels great. And, uh, you know, just say thank you to all your listeners. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to decide between this before I let you go. I have talk of the day, talk of the now podcast, which is what I call mm-hmm. this. And it goes to iTunes and whatever other platform. But do I call my YouTube talk of the day, talk of the now podcast as well? I like would think so of, for yeah. continuity. I would think, you know, if somebody wants to, you know, when all the millions of people listen to this, yeah. they, uh, you know, you go to YouTube and you want to find it. You're going to want to have it the same title on both. I would think. Okay. I think that's better for continuity, but yeah. All right, Gene. Well, I'll add some funky music or something to this on the intro and the, uh, the exit. (laughs) So let me go ahead. Yeah. Make it some run to the Hills from Iron Maiden. See (laughs) y'all. All right. Thanks for joining us on talk of the now.